Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sigma Duocast, hosted by Rick and Nate. Hi. Episode 57. everyone doing today i'm doing great how are you i'm doing rather well man. even though i'm not everyone but I'll, I'll say i'll answer i hope everyone's listening is having a great day whether you're listening it tonight tomorrow whenever i hope it's a fantastic day for you happy insert day here day yes sir oh my goodness how's that drink man something different huh Too i sweet? mean I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I think it's the lemonade because the lemonade has pulp. Yeah. And uh, I don't really do pulpy, pulpy drinks. Yeah. Some, like, pulp is the fiction. I had Minute Maid lemonade, um, cran, ocean spray cran raspberry, and then uh, Blanc, a shot of Blanco, shot of Malibu, and tahine. It's not bad. I mean, it's like a little refresher. <laughs> Sell it at the Bucks. Mm-hmm. That's nineteen dollars, homie. Hell, run the, that nineteen dollars. Hell to the yeah, custom. Man, speaking of that, real quick, I finally had my first. Uh, I guess we'll say guest, where there was like a certain ingredient that does not impact the drink whatsoever, and they were upset. Like, yeah, uh-huh. they're like, yeah, I want the. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't got the, we don't got them inclusions, and they're like, uh, and they're like, you know, it doesn't change the. The flavor, the taste, the color doesn't do anything to the drink outside of just not having inclusions that are like, no, no, I don't want it. it, it and like, are you sure? It's like, it's the same thing. It's not going to taste any different. Like, no, it, it tastes different. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly it, man. Literally the, the, the cop, Liam Neeson cop from Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I was just sitting there like. Laughing in my head, bro. Like, oh my god, are you f- for real right now? Like, it's hor- it was horrendous, man. It was it was just funny though. Um, so yeah, we got some some things to talk about. I'm gonna give you guys a, re- a quick little like review of uh, Venom. Um, no spoiler except for the post credit scene. I will spoil that. I want to talk about that. I'm gonna tell you what happens, Nate. Uh, you did not see it, but then you can kind of, you know, give me your thoughts and opinion on it. Oh, um, absolutely, without a doubt, homeboy. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. We'll talk about uh, some some Jimmy Jimmy Bond, James Bond, Jimmy Bond, Jimmy Bond, Jimmy Bond. What? Jimmy Bond crack corn? I don't know. <laughs> he, he, he boned the crack corn. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about James Bond real quick. We got the new movie coming out uh, this Friday. I'll be definitely checking that one. I'll be going solo dolo on that one. But we'll go dive into that a little bit later. Really? Yeah. Solo dolo, huh? Sir, why? We'll dive into that a little when we get to that topic. Oh, okay, um, and then we'll talk about the NFL. We do have uh, you might hear some slight distractions every now and then, especially from Nate because he has the best angle. But we do have the uh, LA, uh, the LV Las Vegas uh, Raiders at the LA Chargers. That's so so weird. That's just like you know what's funny is like it's both both pronounced loss, but like one's LA and one's LO. 
Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to think about that real quick. I was like, wait, what? It's like, what the hell is he talking about? I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Uh, it's just, I don't know. We'll talk about that. We'll give a quick little how we did this past weekend. Oh, I saw Nate, Major, Major Dookie. Mate. So I'll have that. We'll talk about that. Mate. But, um, Nate, Nate. I don't know what I said. You a Pokemon? Yeah, you're a Pokemon. Nate, Nate. But let's jump into, uh, so we're going to go ahead and do, I'm going to do a quick little uh, movie review. Of Dive Venom. in it, bro. Let there, let there be carnage. Dive in that carnage. So I uh, got to see that one. So let me first preference this. Like the Venom movies, they're fun movies. They don't follow the source material because of all the little like legality behind it. You know, they couldn't really use like Spider-Man and stuff because we all know right. the true origin. You got the alien from space. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker gets it. Eventually, um, you know, shit goes down and then eventually Eddie Brock comes across it. So they had to redo the whole thing. So understand that the lore is not comic book. And I've been reading a lot of reviews this past weekend. A lot of people were kind of complaining about, oh, well, I don't like it because it's not even it was stupid. It wasn't even part of like it, the, the whole story just messed up. But like, dude, we, we knew that from the beginning. Yeah. When you watch the first Venom. Yeah, for sure. So um, this one follows its suit. Now, I do believe it is um, it is definitely entertaining more entertaining than the first one i would say more action um the relationship between venom and eddie brock is like hilarious yeah um but there isn't cop comedy yeah but there isn't a lot of like building like the first one i think the first one did a better job as far as building because that established eddie brock established venom the villain had a purpose where this one it just the movie was an hour and a half it just sped through like you get like car uh cletus cassidy um carnage played by um woody harrelson mm-hmm. you get like a quick like behind as far as like his why he's a serial killer why he's the way he is you know growing up uh, and mind you i don't know if i already said this but there is spoilers again spoilers um i won't go into well so no, you cri- said spoiler free yeah well no I, sa- I said i won't go into detailed spoilers of the movie itself just mm-hmm. the post credit scene so i'm not going into Someone's super spoilers oh yeah uh so anyways like you get a quick little background as far as who Venom's all about, or Carnage is all about, Cletus Cassidy. Um, you get some other characters developed in the movie as well. Um, and then uh, and then you get a lot of the bromance uh, or marriage, I would say, more. Uh, because it was literally like a marriage couple fighting between Eddie Rock and Venom. Like, the the back and forth between them is hilarious. Um, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but again, it's over the top. There's a bit parts that just like I, I would have preferred more explanation. But be- fortunately for me, I've read. I'm familiar with the comics. I'm familiar with the characters, the origin. So there's little things that I didn't really like. It didn't bother me. But if someone went in there like kind of didn't know anything about it, that I can see them having a lot of dispute with like this. This not so much that it's like a plot hole, just like little subtle things. Um, and so anyway, so overall, though, I mean, the movie, was, it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. If you want to go, if you like the first one and you want to go have a good time, go, go check it out. Go watch it. If you haven't already, it's, uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, we've never reviewed the first film, right? I don't think we ever did. No, because it came out before we started this. Did. So, I mean, I give Venom having to be where it doesn't deal with the official source material. I do give it like a, like an eight out of, out of 10. Um, you know, and that's accepting that it doesn't have to do with the source material. Um, the sequel, I'll give it, honestly, I'm going to give it the same score. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. They're both equally eight out of 10 because they do, like I said, the sequel does things where that adds more than the first one did, but then it retracts things like, again, there's not too much of story building, but there is a lot of like 
action and entertainment and, 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 and of sorts. So I'll give it an eight out of 10. It's a fun movie to watch. Um, cool. Uh, there is some, you know, there's some disappointment, but that leads to spoilers. So I'm not going to, I won't do that. I want to give you guys the opportunity to watch it. Um, that I was kind of bummed out, but I'm going into major spoilers and this is the post credit scene. There's only one mid credit scene in the film. Um, no, uh, what happened right now? I'm sorry. Let me pause real quick. Was that a fumble or interception? That was a fumble. By Derek Carr? Yeah. It was like a sack, right? But he, what are they calling it? See what the refs call real quick. Sorry, we're watching this on a Monday night. Oh, he called it incomplete, fourth down. Ah, are you serious? That's Gagala, bro. Refs have been making some terrible calls. Let me check this replay real quick. Bro, let's not get started on the refs. Oh, bro. That was a fumble. That's a fumble. Hold on. Let's see right here. Good angle. Boom. Nope. Oh, dude. He hits it before the ball even goes forward. Yeah. That's, a fumble. That's a fumble. Can they challenge that? I think so. That was Bosa, too. Okay. I see you, Bosa. Oh, God, they're just going to take the punt. They're just taking the punt. Okay. So here we go. Major spoiler. Mid-credit scene. That's only one mid, uh, mid-credit scene in the movie. So after... Really? Only one? There's only one. Well, this it's a big one. Let me tell you. Oh. So at the end, um, at the end of the movie... Um, there's a, there's a thing that, that earlier in the movie, there's something that Venom says, like, oh, I want to like feel, I want to feel the wind through my hair, which he has no hair. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> and he goes, I want to feel the sand in between my toes. So, um, at the end of the movie, it ends with, uh, Eddie Brock saying, oh, we're going to go somewhere. We're going to find somewhere to go uh, hinting at leaving San Francisco. And you see him, uh, uh, in his Venom feet and he's he, in the sand. And he's feeling the sand and everything. And they're like, oh, we're going to have a good time. See what we're going to do. So it lets you know they're on an island somewhere. They're on the beach somewhere. Or not on an island, but they're, in the, they're at a beach somewhere. Okay. So the post credit scene starts off uh, with a telenovela. It's literally a telenovela. You watch like, I want to say like a minute of this telenovela. And it's like terrible acting. And then it finally, like, you're just like, what is happening? So finally the camera zooms out and you realize that they're watching it on the TV because it fully consumed the screen. Yeah. And uh, you hear Venom. Now Eddie Brock Venom go, I love this show. It's so great. This and that. And then Venom, uh, Eddie starts chiming like, yeah, you know, it's so complex. The, the, it's like, what the fuck? Because it was like a girl and a guy, you know, just arguing one another. Like they're going to break up or someone's cheating. I don't know what the hell it was. So anyways, when it pans out, you see them. They're like in this little like a room. There's a window. You see the beach. The room looks kind of run down, kind of ghetto looking, you know, like it's a cheap thing. Mm-hmm. So um, as they're sitting there, Venom starts explaining, like, oh, you know, I have so much knowledge. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. So this is, like, the first big thing for me that stood out. I was like, holy crap, they're, they're diving into this. So Venom starts saying, like, yeah, he goes, I have knowledge of, like, all the symbiotes are connected. All our um, experiences are one. We're all connected. And um, I have, like, over thousands, millions of years of, like, knowledge. And he goes, I can't, I can't even show it to you. And, and, and then Eddie's like, well, where do you hold it now? You, got, you know stuff that you're not letting me know? He goes, Venom's like, no, I can't tell you. Because your little mind can't handle it. It'll just blow blow you up. He's like, he's like, oh, for real? And he's like, all right, I'll give you, you want a little taste? And he's like, yeah, you know, give me a little taste. He's like, okay, I'll give you a little taste. And just as he's about to do it, a big bang happens on the side, a big old flash of light happens on the side of the, of the outside the window, and the whole room transforms. It transforms from get dirty old ruts out to like brand spanking you looking. And Venom and Eddie are like, whoa, what the hell just happened? And they're trying to figure out what's going on because the whole room changed. Everything looks fantastic. Something just catastrophically happened and then the tv in front of him turns into this big old flat screen and in there you see j jonah jameson and it's the news report from the end of spider-man far from home ah. and as he's explaining what's going on and they're looking at the screen they're like what is happening what's this they're talking about spider-man and then boom here there pops a picture of tom holland as spider-man with the mask off saying peter parker is spider-man and then that's when venom 
close gets close to the screen. He's like, Eddie's just like, who's this guy? Like, why, why, why do I kind of know this guy? Like, what's happening right now? And then Venom's head just because he's like kind of hanging out from the side, yeah, of him, yeah. goes to the screen. He's like, this guy, like he knows exactly who he is, and then he, like licks the screen, which is like the picture of Tom Holland on the screen. Licks the uh, screen, and then some guy comes out. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing in my room? And they're like, what? And then boom, that's it. It cuts. <laughs> Boater alert. So it's it's hinting to the whole concept that we don't, you know, this could be the uh, doing of, Fla- of uh, Doctor Strange when he does in yeah, the trailer yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this that's might, what I was thinking. this is the first tease that we get that's actually like what's going on. Because now we have, from what we can tell, Eddie Brock and Venom are now in the MCU universe. Or at least the Sony Spider-Man universe. Because there's J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, what's his name? Um forgot who, who plays the actor and super awesome guy and then you got picture of tom holland and it's literally almost the same report of uh, revealing the identity of who spider-man is so that was the post that was the epic post credit scene that they showed so i mean what do you think about them i know you didn't get to see it to really experience it um but what do you think no that just means that you know i'm more excited for far from home or not far from home but no way home no way home and I'm I'm curious. I'm, I mean, because I mean, obviously, we're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see Venom in No Way Home. I think what we're going to get is the establishment, because again, what you see is Eddie's just sitting there. He's laying on the bed talking to Venom. He's about to show him like w- the first blow my mind. I mean, a lot of if you're if you don't know much about the Venom comic books or anything, especially the recent like Kingdom Black story arc they did in the yeah. comics, which was fucking amazing. Um, that little piece of dialogue you might just be like oh what does that mean whatever to me it means so much it means a lot um and i cannot wait to see what exactly they do with that but then after that you see the big flash and it just they just they were still there they just everything appeared happened within them and then boom there there's spider-man tom holland it's like whoa what the hell? Like they did a double mind blown on me at my blow. You know, I was gonna say, <laughs> they blew my mind twice. Whoa, in buddy. the same in the same uh, in the same. Uh, Let's in, tame that horse. Yeah, in the same uh, post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the same uh, post credit scene. It was just it was just amazing. So that's dope, dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't wait. So I don't think they're gonna do anything in No Way Home, but I think Venom three. I think that's what we'll get. So we'll get more explanation as far as how the multiverse works. Um. But sorry, I'm making a stupid face over here. I know, I know. You're looking at, like I said, you got the best screen, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, In No Way Home, we'll get we'll get more explanation, and then hopefully we'll get some. Maybe we'll even get a post credit scene with Venom in No Way Home. I think that would be amazing. Like there's Venom himself, like the symbiote. Well, just Eddie Brock like appearing in New York or something. Because again, Mm. when you watch the movie, you see him. He's finally going to move on. And he's going to leave San Francisco. And so they were deciding, where are we going to go? So I was expecting them to be like, hey, let's go to New York, you know, and be like, oh, that's the big tease. That's the big hint. Yeah. But no, they freaking said, no, nah, we're going to we're not going to say that. We're going to literally show you Spider-Man. And I was just like, whoa. So I think uh, I think it'd be kind of cool, like see him show up at like just have him show up at like New York and then just look up and you see Spider-Man swing just him in that same frame. In, and even though it's in the distance, it'd be yeah. like, oh, my God. Dang, that's cool. And then maybe, and then you know, because Venom, since he knows who he is, he's probably going to like ditch Eddie Brock, go to Ven or go to Spider Man, and that's where we'll finally get the symbiote suit. And then Eddie Brock can develop that animosity because it could be like, because again, this whole movie was like a a marriage relationship. You see a Venom and Eddie, like yeah. they break up, then they got back together type of thing. Um, so then you see him like, no, I'm going to leave you for him. So that's how we can see Eddie Brock kind of getting like pissed at Peter Parker. Yeah, becoming he's the, stole- a villain. Yes, because he yeah. stole his, uh, you stole know, his wifey. Exactly. So that's my bitch. I don't know, man. I'm really excited. I mean, when I saw that, I'm telling you, uh, I got 
I was pumped, dude. I was I was so pumped, dude, when I was seeing the scene. Like, right. I totally forgot where I was. No, oh, listen, or I was just so happy, like, Joker smile, you know what I mean? And I, before I even, like, I couldn't contain it, I started clapping and be like, yeah, by myself. The moment I did that, then the whole theater <laughs> erupted. You could ask my hey. wife. The whole theater, I, I was the first one to trigger that, dude. This, this dude went from, a, he didn't even start a slow clap. He was nope. just like, I, I, just, I started clapping hella hard, and I was like, yes, like that, hella loud. It was Damn, hella quiet. that guy. Yeah, I was that guy, dude, and the whole theater just erupted. Oh, Everyone was pumped, dude. It was, it was cool. My erector set was erect. <laughs> I'm trying to drink, man. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, man. I was. I'm just so excited. So, I got. But I can't wait. Up. I can't wait, man. It's gonna be good. That's that's what's up, dude. That's cool. That's exciting. That that uh, yeah. You gotta watch the movie, man. I will eventually. Just go to the movies, man. I don't no, know why you got a problem. Man. What? There's no. There's no, dude. I don't know what your thing is with movies. I'll My wait. cousin finally went to the movies, and he's been—he hasn't been in movies in like two years, and he went for Venom. You know, speaking of which, dude, it killed it in the box office. Yeah, like ninety. Million it was projected. Something? It was projected. Sony originally projected the film to make forty million in the pandemic era, which uh, that term is kind of annoying to me now. But uh, forty million after the first day, which is technically the uh, all of Friday and Thursday showings evening, but they technically started at like four p.m. Um, 37 million. Wow. So it was proje- Sony projected 40 million and made 37 on its first day and a half, we'll say. So then, uh, industry started adjusting box office projections to, um, 70 million, giving it the potential to hit 80 million. And let me see if the final box office, cause that's all projection. Uh, let's see if they uploaded, uh, usually about this time they upload the exact, so, oh, yep, they updated it. So, originally it was 90.1. So, the final number this weekend was $90 million, which is the highest opening since pretty much, I don't know, beginning of 2020, maybe. So, the Dang. pandemic era, which I don't like that term, pandemic era. I don't know what it is, man. It just sounds like, I guess, just a way to identify it. But, um, but yeah, man, $90 million opening weekend. Um, it's got like half and half critics and reviews from everyone, but I thought it was a good movie. It was enjoyable. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. Now, do I, would I love it to be more closer to the lore of things? Absolutely. But again, if you watch the first one, they're not there. They couldn't do it. Yeah. So you got to accept that. You know, we're not getting the carnage of Spider-Man comics or anything like that. We're getting the carnage of the Sony film Venom. Mm-hmm. So, but they did a good job. I think Woody Harrelson did a pretty good job. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of teases for a couple characters depending down the road, so we'll see how it goes. That's what's up. I dig it. Um, so next up, since we're next up, since we're on the topic, um, we'll talk about James Bond. We got the new film coming out this Friday, No Time to Die. It is going to be the longest Bond film, almost three hours. Wow, two hours and forty eight minutes, and it will be Daniel Craig's final James Bond. Film. I like Daniel Craig. I did. So that's what I was going to ask you. So have you have you watched all the uh, no. Bond movies? I, so I, I think I've seen uh, all the Pierce Brosnan ones and then all the Connery ones. But Connery? Connery, yeah. Oh, you've seen the Sean Connery movies? Yeah. And then uh, Daniel Craig, of course, but I haven't. Uh, so I'm the same as you. Like my introduction to James Bond was GoldenEye. Yeah. Not only was it the, not only because just of the film itself, dude, With I remember. I remember going to the dollar store and getting a blank VHS and we had the black box and I I literally recorded uh the uh 
the, the, the GoldenEye movie off the black box just so I could watch it over and over. It was one of my favorite movies. And then, yes, absolutely, once uh, Rare and Nintendo released the GoldenEye game for Nintendo 64, it just, like, heightened the lore of it. But, yeah, so Pierce Brosnan was my first Bond. I really, uh, one of my favorites, obviously, there aren't that many, but he's definitely... He's definitely like one that I, I cherish because in childhood. Yeah. Um, but as far as like my favorite Bond, it, it's between him and obviously Daniel Craig. Because again, that's my era of living. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was introduced. Definitely. But the other Bond that I have to squeeze in there that I really enjoy is uh, Timothy Dalton. T Dog? Yeah. He did two Bond films. And um, first off, I'm not going to get into it right now, but there's just so much legality and right issues when it comes to the. Uh, James Bond films, Ian Fleming, the property rights, it's chaotic. So Timothy Dalton was only able to make two films. But the thing about the Dalton films is that they were the transition era where they were they were actually ahead of their time. Like if you if you watch before Daniel Craig came around, if you watched the Timothy Dalton Bonds, you probably wouldn't be a big fan, especially if you grew up initially watching Sean Connery and then Roger Moore, mm-hmm. uh, and then you go to Timothy Dalton. It's like, what the hell? So he did two movies. They didn't do too well, and then they went to Brosnan, which Brosnan kind of brought back that realm of um, of uh, Roger Moore and, and Sean Connery um, because... That sexy espionage? Yeah, you know, kind of womanizer type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Timothy Dalton was more like Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. He was he, that kind of bond. He was kind of ahead of its time. It was just ruthless, you know, took handle business with the females when he need to. But most of the time he was just there ready to kick some ass, especially in the film um, uh, License to Kill. It's straight up a revenge story. It's amazing. I love that movie. Um, and so and so, yeah. So then when Daniel Craig came out and they did the bond that we got, you know, a Casino Royale, I was like, dude, this is like T-Dog right here. There's some T-Dog stuff right here. man. Yeah. He literally... You know, he was the first in doing that. So I definitely got to give T, uh, Timothy Dalton uh, a lot of love. Um, Sean Connery and Roger Moore, I think they're good movies. I haven't seen all of them. I think I'm missing maybe two or three that I haven't seen of all the Bond movies. Or maybe I have seen them all. I'm not too sure, to be honest. But or I'm not a big fan of the Connery and Roger Moore movies. Um, it's kind of like Batman. You know, you mm-hmm. have the different eras of Batman. And you yeah. got to look at the context. You can't say that Keaton is better than... Bale or Affleck is or Kilmer better than Kilmer. Kil- Kilmer, 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 because it's all it's all in the context of the time, the setting, and what story they're telling. Um, and so with Connery Moore, I, I don't doubt those movies at all. Yeah, but they're just they're not my time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a big fan of, of of really those movies. And it's not like you have respect for them because oh, I love I love and respect but, them, but I, I'm not you know I'm not going out of my way to watch them because they're just that's not my yeah. era. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I mean, like some people like Black Lucas, you know. Yeah. You know, that's from 62 to 85 of, of the era of Bond movies. So Slapping women. Um, but yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, so Daniel Craig, uh, final outing. Um, we talked about it last week, how Daniel Craig kind of said, you know, he doesn't want to see a female James Bond. He'd rather have a female really just develop a character for a female to ground up. Yeah. We talked about 007 being a moniker where it's basically just, it's a title, you know, it's, that's not. It's not the same as like the actual character and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, I think it's going to be interesting. They're going to close it out. Um, yeah, the reason I'm going to go see it by myself, I wanted to go see it Thursday night. You know me, I always got to watch them Thursday nights. But they're not, they only have two showings Thursday night at the theater that I go to. So, and then none of them are IMAX. So it's just two basic theaters. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. And so when I check Friday, they have all the show times. And so since I'm off this Friday, um, I'm going to go ahead and, oh, I, 
Uh, so when I, I'm sorry, I just uh, the topic just popped in my head right now. Uh, so on Friday when I get off, or when I, Friday I'm off, I'm gonna go at 11 a.m. to go see it on IMAX, and that's why I asked you if you're work if you're working that day because I was gonna see if you wanted to go oh. try to get over your little theater phobia thing. No, I got a doctor's appointment at, um, around that time. Yeah, and then my brother's the same thing. He has a doctor's appointment. He can be in town, and I want to watch it early because it's a three hour movie, and then I got to pick up my kids from school and whatnot. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just go and watch it that day. Um, or in that morning. So again, solo dolo. I don't care. I love it. I'm gonna be in there all by myself with some popcorn, some nachos, and everything. Damn, popcorn and nachos. What are you trying to do? Yeah, dude. dude. Hey, that just oh, you're means, trying to do do. I mean, that means I have to run. I may have to exercise, uh, work out later that day. It's wow. all good. You're gonna have to. Run but uh, but dude, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, we'll see how it goes. Also, how is this not a horse collar? What happened? Oh, that's 100 a horse collar. I don't even know what's going on. I'm watching the game over there. Um, so you said you watched the Brosnan movies, right? Yeah. What was your favorite one? <laughs> Is this hell a deep breath? Uh, Goldeneye. Yeah, it just has to be Goldeneye. How about uh, Daniel Craig's? Ah, uh, man. So the last one that came out, I wasn't really a fan. I forgot the name Spectre? of it. Spectre? Spectre. Like, um, I did enjoy the fact that they were all decked out in the Dia de los Muertos, like in the beginning. Yeah. With the face paint. Uh, but it has to be Casino Royale. Me too. Yeah. And it's because of a lot of the um, the banter between him and the uh, antagonist. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like the movie. It was just it was just poker and everything. Did you know this? Fun fact. Martin Campbell directed both Casino Royale and GoldenEye. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yep. I did not know that. So 10 years apart. Martin Campbell, 95, he directed GoldenEye, and then in 2006, he directed Casino Royale. Damn, Casino Royale came out in 06? 06, baby. Wait, so how old is Daniel Craig then? Uh, that's a fun fact. Let's take a look. Oh, fun Daniel fact. Craig is 53 years old. Man, that guy's gorgeous. Yeah. His wife is hot, too. Rachel Weiss. That's his wife? Yeah. Oh. You didn't know that, buddy? No. He gives her the Casino Royale. Mm, especially in the mummies, bro. When she's the mummies. That's Rachel Weisz and the Mummies. The, well, the first two, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, as far as Daniel, uh, obviously, yeah, for me, GoldenEye is my favorite. Honestly, what's funny about Brosnan Bonds is that as they kept coming out, they just got, like, worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love I love GoldenEye, favorite. Tomorrow Never Dies was pretty good. I actually enjoyed it. I even played the PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. Then they made The World Is Not Enough, and I, that was all right. It's not mm-hmm. bad. And then they did Die Another Day, which was just, like, Bro, straight up and die another day, dude. Like the whole plot, of, the whole plot of that movie was. I mean, obviously this came out years later, but um, it was to stop the hammer of dawn. Oh, so yeah, gears yeah, of war, yeah, hammer yeah. dawn is when you have like that, yeah. the thing where you can bring a solar beam from the satellite. That's literally what <laughs> die another day. It was funny about Pierce Brosnan though. Is like there's only really two movies I like of his, and it's Goldeneye and Dante's Peak. Have you seen um, After the Sunset? No, it's a good movie. I've seen Tears of the Sun. It's got Woody Harrelson. Um, oh my God, uh, War Machine. What's his name? Don Cheadle, Salma Hayek. It's a good. I'm movie. not a fan of Salma Hayek, bro. Bro, shut up. No, I just I don't. I don't Stop don't. talking. We're about to end this shit. Don't even say nothing. It's like a lizard. Um, fault. And then, uh, and then Daniel Craig. Yeah, Casino Royale is my favorite. And then. I guess Skyfall would be my next favorite. I mean, we'll have to see how No Time to Die is. 
Um, and then after that, like Quantum of Solace and Spectre, there was there. I'm in the. Same I liked Quantum of Solace. They're like. Eh. What's funny is Quantum of Solace and Spectre, I think, are like more like connected than anything. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about Skyfall, and they made such a big deal about this, but like it was the opening uh, scene with the song, the actual Skyfall song. Oh, with Adele? Yeah. I was not a fan. I didn't. I hated it. That's a, oh, that's a, good, that's a good one right there. So of the, of the Daniel Craig's, we'll talk about that since it's his final movie. Favorite. Well, I mean, obviously, I think I know. Favorite Bond song. Uh, big booty hose. I'd have to go with Casino Royale. Um, mm-hmm. That one had it was by uh, what's committed suicide. What the hell is his name? <laughs> oh my god, what's his name? Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, you know my name. Yeah, that was a good song. After that, I'd have to go with. I think probably Spectre. Is it Spectre that has it? Let me see. I think so. Let me see. Soundtrack. I need to go watch those. I think that's what I'm going to do this weekend. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to binge. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. Sam Smith. Writings on the Wall. Oh, bro. Sam Smith That song, dope. I freaking love. Actually, you know what? I think that's probably my favorite Bond song. And then Chris Cornell. I, I love Chris Cornell. Like, I like his voice. I love, yes. But, yeah, I, I you know. That, that has a, it has you, a good, I love the hook on that fucking song. It's mm-hmm. just, it's mesmerizing. Bro, we should watch that instead of this boring ass game movie. Put on the Spectre. Yep. Um, but we just talked a shit about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, um. Because Quantum of Solace was uh, Jack White. Yeah. And his song was all right. It was Jack White and uh, what's her name? Um, Alicia Keys, I think. Yeah. Let me see. I'm bringing it up. right. Yeah. Another Way to Die. That one wasn't bad. It was just heck of rock out. Like rockish. You know what I mean? Rock out. No, nah, I'd put Scott. I'd put Adele's up of that. So Sam Smith, Chris Corner, mm, Adele, Adele's Jack White. Me, bro. And I don't like Billie Eilish, bro. I'm not uh, a fan of Billie Eilish. She's the one that's doing No Time to Die. Big facts. So, I don't know, but we'll see. I'll definitely, uh, we'll talk about it. I mean, I don't know when you're going to see the movie, but. Um, Never. Yeah, dude. Okay, freaking Mandarin from freaking <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never see me coming. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even try to do that, but uh, I'll take it. Uh, but uh, I'm excited. James Bond. So. Boundy Bound Bound. What else did I have? Uh, what else were we talking about? Oh, you know what? I had, an, I had another topic that came up. Okay, start it. What are you doing? What you do you think? You got to go potty? Bro, all the time. God, you I, have a child's bladder, dude. Don't. First off, yes. Second of all, this was a big ass drink, and I actually finished it on time. Wow, okay? I know. So you don't were, give me you no shit. You had to get shit. your fucking man card back. Let me give you a fucking little click tab there. Yeah. Give me a lick later. All right. Well, hurry up, dude. So that way we can uh, talk about this next topic. Oh shoot! I'm hitting things over here. All right. Well, before I bring that topic up, because Nate over here has got to go potty like a little kid. Um. I thought there was another movie coming out. We'll talk about box office real quick before I buzz downs. Um, Adam's Family too. I didn't even know they made a first Adam's Family. To be honest with you guys, but apparently that came out this weekend. Oh, Halloween Kills, the sequel, potentially final one. 
of uh, the Michael Myers saga. I don't know how you guys feel about the Halloween movies. I personally don't care for them. Uh, I was having this discussion with my wife earlier. It's like, well, when it comes to horror movies, like, uh, I'm more, like, it doesn't give me, like, Halloween doesn't scare me, right? Like, they just, they're not scary. I mean, you know, it's a dude that just goes around and just happens to be able to teleport or some shit because he's able to appear in places you don't think about. But at the end of the day, it's like a guy in a mask being a serial killer. So those type of movies just don't really scare me when it's something like tangible, I guess, of a, of a villain. Um, but anything that's like supernatural, that always gets me. Like, I feel that's more scary than anything. If it's something you, you know, un unearthly, um, you know, you can't see it, you know, like I love the conjuring movies, even like, I know these movies are not, I don't know if a lot of people like them or not, but like the paranormal activity movies, I think those are enjoyable. Um, we're supposed to be making another one. It's kind of like a reboot type of thing but it's only going to be like on one of the streaming services i think paramount plus um you know then anything that really has to do with supernatural stuff that really freaks me out even like demons and things like that but when you go to something more tangible it just it just doesn't scare me it's just like oh okay like it's either those movies are more about the gore or you know these villains being like super lucky with how they're able to kill people and get away with stuff but we're talking about how i was talking about trying to find another movie in box office and i was talking about halloween kills and how I'm just like, I'm not, they don't really Whack. like, they're not scary movies. You know, I, I like more of the untangible villains versus tangible villains. So speaking of scary movies, I tried to watch that malignant movie the other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't talk about that one. No, I, I fell asleep, bro. That movie is, yeah, me and me and my wife are very disappointed with that movie. I didn't know what the fuck was James Wan does that. It's got a twist, but it's just, again, it started off with the super, actually you know what? Good bringing that up, man. Because it starts off with like the supernatural elements, mm-hmm. freaky and, sh- and stuff, and then it g- becomes tangible. And when it became tangible, I was just I lost all interest in the movie. It just became like it went from like the Conjuring, this the spookiness and stuff, and then it like at some point became John Wick, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. And I'm just I was just like, uh. thanks, James. Yeah, I was really me and my wife were very disappointed with that movie. We were just like, oh, "What the what? What did we just watch?" Like, I, I, I'm not a huge horror fan. It's mainly because I'm a chicken shit. But like lately, as of late, like I, I've been watching more horror, and because the spooky time, I guess, man. I don't know. Even before that, like I've just been in the mood to watch horror. Yeah, and like I genuinely like wanted to kind of be like scared yeah and i was like dude what the fuck dude like nothing scary no it's not and i'm just like uh i think i missed the thrill of like being younger you know growing up with those well there's like i said there's some movies like for me like i was saying a little while ago for me it's really the movies that have untangible entities villains and what have you you know when it's like i i i like i was saying earlier i said like the conjuring movies um even I, I don't know if people like I said earlier I don't think people like these but the paranormal activity movies it's shit that you can't control can't see can't handle and then it's happening to you like those yeah. freak me out but yeah if you look at movies like um oh it's in the same realm as like like uh like Conjuring oh like Insidious yeah those kind of freak me out but there's the other one what was the other one that right after Insidious around the same time oh Sinister Sinister is freaky as hell is dude. it yeah like I don't if think you, I've ever seen Sinister if you want to see a scary movie and you want to be like kind of have a little bit of fear like go to bed with the lights on 
Watch Sinister. That one's freaky, okay. dude. Okay. We're going to have to have a... We'll do another episode. We'll talk about scary movies and stuff like that, but... Yeah. You can get caught up. I'll give you a bunch of movies to watch, and then that way we can talk about them. Um, I'll just have to buy them. That or I'll let you borrow them, and I own them all. Oh, speaking of fucking movies, you let me borrow. <laughs> I was going to bring it up, but... Bro, I have no idea what that movie was. I don't understand the hype of the movie. I don't understand how it has so much merchandise behind the movie. Trick or treat. Yes. I What? What was that, dude? What was it? It was a fantastic movie. Is what no, it was. it was not. Yeah. It was the opposite of fantastic. It was fantastic unfantastic. Movie. It yeah. was infantastic. It was what the fuck? I, the fact that you're like, what the hell? It, it speaks for itself right there. No, I, I, I was. It's an it's a, it's an anthology movie where it covers a couple stories and then it it, it they kind of they don't really tie to one another, but they happen all like around the same time. So it, I'm not. I'm not concerned about the stories tying into one another because I got it, right? I was like, okay, this makes sense. Oh, this took place before this. This one takes place after. These are around the same time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What really just threw me off was the acting and the fucking bad makeup, dude. Like, I was, I thought I was watching an 80s movie. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. Yeah, well, it was like semi-independent, semi-mainstream, but not. it was more like on the independent side of things. It's a good movie. I like it. I, I enjoy it. Like it's it's not like scary. It's not scary. It's, there's a couple like gory little moments in there, but it's really it's it's really just taking the like some of the um I don't want to say mythology, more of like the urban legends. I would say God, there's a lot yeah. so I apologize for all the noise happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's taking more of like the uh urban legends and like giving you a story, giving you a platform somewhere to yeah. To listen, like one of them was like, you know, they said like you don't smash the pumpkins on on Halloween, you know, yeah. and you kind of see the repercussions of that. Yeah, um, you know, girls being sluts, dressing all like the sexy costumes, and then you yeah. see the repercussions of that. That the one teacher guy that was like pervert, you know, you saw the repercussion mm-hmm. that the guy who like hated Halloween. You see the repercussions. That my kid's actually going to be Sam for for uh, Halloween, so I'll put be sure to post some photos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's got the whole outfit. Actually, he put it on the other day. It looks looks pretty crisp. He even has like the little broken candy, uh, yeah, the, the candy, lollipop, the candy pop. shank. So, yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, I recommend it. It's just it is definitely something you wouldn't really expect. Yeah, it's most, like most definitely. Don't go in there thinking it's gonna be like a horror movie. No, it's not. It, it has like those elements in there and a little bit of like I said, gore and stuff. But it's not like you know. Jeepers Creepers scary or anything like that. But Jeepers Creepers wasn't even scary. All right, fine. Sinister, scary. <laughs> but yeah, no. So it'll be interesting. But we'll have it. We'll talk about that. That's a good one. We'll have a. We're we're still planning to have a spooky show. We'll, yeah. we'll with uh, the Goosebumps theme song in the background. Oh my god! Dun 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 dun. <laughs> oh my god! I totally <laughs> forgot what it was. They did that. Oh, that's hilarious. Um. So something that popped in my head while we were talking about uh, talking about James Bond. I said Friday. Um. This Big Friday. This Friday we have. I don't know what you said. Right now, I'm gonna ignore it. Uh, this Friday. <laughs> this Friday. I don't know what you said. What'd you say? Uh, you're gonna have to listen. See, then that's why because I didn't hear what you said, and then you won't tell me what you said. Um. This Friday, the new Nintendo Switch OLED OLED <laughs> comes Dude, out. What's funny is my wife said that she's just like. She was like reading about it, or she was reading something, and she was like, "Oh, L- oh, Ellie, OLED," and like she, not- kinda, I know, but she was kind of pointing back to like us making fun of it on the cast a few weeks back. Yep, and I just hella started laughing. Fucking OLED, you got OLED. that switch OLED? 
It's O L E D. It's just an people. acronym. Ignan ass. Oh, it is now, huh? Oh, is that right? Okay. What's uh what's the stand for, Nate? Outstanding Love Education District. <laughs> Organic light emitting diode. That was close. Yeah, not too bad. Um, so yeah, the new the switch. So overall, the the new switch comes out this uh, Friday, three fifty. Pretty much the same thing. The only difference is that it's going to have an OLED display. The screen is br- uh, bigger. It would be seven inches instead of like six point two. Um, hey baby, it does have double the memory. And then on the back, it has a the original switch has like a little kickstand, which is very small. Like now, it's got like a Windows Surface kickstand. Yeah. Um, and then the other big thing is the dock. The dock is updated. Not so much. I don't think not so much like in like in upscaling to like 4K or anything. It's not going to do none of that. Maybe just a little bit crisper 1080. But the big thing is that it has an Ethernet jack mm-hmm. um, to it. So you can uh, hardwire your Nintendo Switch instead of wireless. A little bit better um, battery life. Oh, yeah. I mean, but again, it's kind of the same old, same old. Yeah. Um, the recent update they did for the Switch, you can now have Bluetooth speaker uh, headphones synced up to it. So that's pretty cool. I that's think that's going to pair it's about really time. well. Absolutely. Um, but the big thing is Metroid Dread comes out. Yeah. So I'm um, pretty excited for that. I'm a big Metroid fan, so I'll be pl- getting that, playing that. I might have to triple dip because I got two collectors pre-ordered. But they're co- Triple I, dip, bro? Well, I got two collectors pre-ordered. I, was gonna, I bought one to open up and whatnot. Then I bought another one to not open up. The thing is, I forgot I ordered them online, and I don't know if I'm going to get it the day of the release. Oh, so then you just got to do the digital. So I might just end up one. buying digital and going I feel that it. route. I see. Yeah. So I mean, I got some Nintendo eShop uh, currency on my account where you know you get like these gold coins when you buy digital games. Um, they give you like kind of like a little percent back type of thing. So I got like a couple bucks on there, um, but I'm excited for that. I've been playing a hell of a lot. I've been I haven't been playing games at all, but lately, like the last. Actually, I can't, you know, once I'm done with this and you bounce, I'm going to play my Switch. <laughs> it's like, get I, the fuck out. Uh, well, I've been playing the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. It came out back, I think, in July. I bought it, played for like maybe 30 minutes, and then I put it down, never played it again. And I had it for the Wii when it came out because it it's a re-release. And mm-hmm. I got pretty, like, I thought I got far, but after playing it, I'm like, God damn, I wasn't even close. Um, I put it down. And then uh, never finished on the Wii because I hate using the Wii remote, all the motion stuff. Um, so when I got it for the, for the Switch, I played a little bit, but I wasn't in the mood for it. And then just literally like not even three or four days ago, I started planning because I was like, oh, I got to connect, update my Switch because I haven't turned on my Switch for two months. I got to update it, get it all ready for when I get the new console so I can transfer everything. And I ended up playing the game and I got sucked in, dude. So I've been playing that thing nonstop, freaking Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Um, got a little bit used to the controls because they play a little weird. Um, but, um, yeah, dude, I'm like super in like this Legend of Zelda phase right now. My wife is like, oh my God, really? That's what's up. So, but yeah, new Switch. Um, Metroid Dread. Far Cry 6 comes out Thursday. Oh. And Back for Blood comes out Friday. Oh, yeah. I did the, I did the open beta for that. And it, was, it was cool. It's Left for Dead, man. Yeah. This Left 4 Dead shit. Right. I'm just like, mm, yeah. I mean, I'll get. I mean, it's gonna be on Game Pass, so it'll be yeah. free. So I'll, I'll definitely play it though. I mean, it's it's gonna be a fun game. I I love the Left 4 Dead games. Um, I just wanted. I just didn't really want to do the beta thing. I really wanted to play the game itself. I'm just wait, uh, ready for next month for Halo. I can't wait for Halo, but dude, it sucks because it's gonna be. We're gonna get Halo like in pieces. Like, I'm kind of bummed out about that. Like I I wanted to get it so we can play co-op, right? Online co-op. Yeah. Campaign. It's not gonna have co-op on launch. You have to wait for that. Um, so you'll get a, you'll get multiplayer 
your basic multiplayer, a couple modes there, and then you'll get campaign, single player campaign. So, um, but yeah, I can't wait for Halo. This was a multiplayer. Yeah, kick your ass on that game. Nah. My wife over here is trying to hunt down the Xbox fridge. She keeps losing her marbles, updating every little thing she can, following all kinds of crazy people on Twitter and stuff. Just so that's oh, Microsoft related. Yeah, for the fridge to get the the fridge. She's like determined to get that. She getting the, the console. Uh, I believe we're getting the console and the elite controller. Oh, oh yeah, she just busted through the curtain and said, "That's mine." <laughs> she said, "You mean I'm getting this stuff?" I do want that elite controller. Uh, that's my Elite controller. I need that. I'm going to give her the snickle frizz. Hey. Yeah, so apparently we got all that locked in, or she has it all locked in. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know how she do. It's just so weird the way this stuff is right now with the 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 pandemic era and the shortage of all this crap. So yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, But yeah, man. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, I'm excited too because I got five days off coming up, kind of like a unexpected mini vacation. Mm-hmm. So I'll be playing. Uh, I'll be Monday on Friday. I'll be going to GameStop pick up my Switch, and then go watch James Bond, and then go home and handle all my Switch stuff, and then play Metroid Dread all pretty much all day Friday, and then Saturday I'm gonna go to visit my mom's as her birthday. Oh, happy birthday to your mom! Absolutely, and then I have. Uh, Three days off after that. Nice. You know, kids have no school on Monday, freaking Columbus Day. Like, when was that ever? Wait, that's still a thing? Yeah, like, when was that observed as a holiday? I, was I thought out. it wasn't Columbus Day anymore. I thought it was Indigenous People's Day. Oh, something. yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. It's, well, that's what Apple uh, Calendar says. It shows yeah. Columbus Day and Indigenous People Day. Yeah, okay. yeah so, but it's like Columbus a... Columbus didn't discover shit. It's a federal, it's a federal uh, holiday, so banks will be closed, schools are closed. Wow. Any reason, bro, any reason to not get these kids to freaking out of that goddamn house. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on, man? Damn. Speaking of kids, real quick, in school totally transitioning here what do you what's your take um just you know get your thoughts on it i know you i know your daughter's in school but um what's your take on uh newsom passing this thing where uh, every kid (laughs) has to be uh vaccinated most likely not starting till next year and they're waiting for sure like they're waiting for the fda to properly approve all the age and all that stuff but yeah they're basically going to be mandatory making kids uh, if you go to school, you have to be vaccinated or otherwise they have to be uh, distant. Well, I don't even know if it's distant learning. It's going to be like homeschool. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, they can't go to public school. All right. So I I know different people on both sides of the fence. All right. And as with anything, it's your choice, right? It's your choice what you want to do with your kids. You know, I, I don't view you in any other different type of way. My only thing I'll say about that is if your kids are already in public school, then they had to be vaccinated for everything else. So what's one more vaccination? Yeah. And that was like Newsom's little like stances. Like, you know, you have to get a vaccine card for like, you know, was it the, you have to get the MMR and the yeah, chicken pox and chicken pox, all that stuff. Yeah. So what's, what's another one? Yeah. Like if your kids were in private school and they didn't re- uh, you know recommend it or if you homeschooled your kids, cool. Like, but if they're already in public school, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I personally, I don't really care. I get the complaint of it of people wanting to. Oh do yeah, most definitely. It's just, but the thing is, though, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel about the whole 
COVID, like vaccine, and even these mandates. Let me let me pose it in this question to to you, Nate, and I already know your position, but to the listener, to you guys listening, if you're if you're against, you know, all this thing that's going on, um, would your opinion be different if all of the last maybe five, six years of politics didn't happen the way it did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a very good question. Like you get what I'm saying there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's what's really making this uh, uh, separation. I feel that's what's really impacting people who don't want to do it and this and that. Because we've always had people who are against immunizations, um, vaccines, all that shit. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been there. It's not a big deal. But it's never been in the light that it is these last couple of years. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a big reason. The big reason behind that is because of politics. You know, whether it was with the whole Trump, Biden, Republican, Democrat, all that crap. If all that, regardless, I mean, I'm not trying to knock on it. I don't care what side you're in or whatever. But if that show did not happen the way it did, and it was a little more, it was a lot more civil from both part, all parties. I don't think we would have the issue that we have now, because honestly, for me, it's like, I don't really care. I got the vaccine and now, you know me, I, I was for the longest time. I just didn't do it. Eventually I just said, fuck it. Like I was just like, whatever it is what it is. You know, my wife got it before me. She's fine. And I was like, okay, Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, if it helps me, you know, if it, if it, if it happens to heighten my survival, great. Whether or not side effects aside or whatever, who knows? Yeah. But whatever. It is what it is. So I took it. It is what it, you know, didn't put a big fight about it. I just did it on my own. Wife already did it. My son, um, we were going to get him. He's, uh, he's 12 years old. We were going to get him vaccinated. Um, the week of he got COVID from school. Mm-hmm. So we had to quarantine him. He was po- uh, tested positive, all that. But as soon as it was done, yeah, sure enough, he was all for it. And we got him vaccinated. We actually just got his second shot um, Friday. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, and he only had, uh, I think Saturday, he was just a little bit kind of out of it. But for the most part, perfectly fine. He's back right in, on. Went to school and everything. So that's what's up. the only one that's not um, now in my family is just my, my young one. But we're going to wait and see with that because I'm pretty sure he already had COVID. But I mean... Again, if a vaccine could help them out, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm not rushing that one. I'm just kind of waiting because I know, you know, they've said like some of the vaccines are good for 12 year olds and up or some crap like that. So I was, that's yeah, they're getting got. ready to like approve it for like five and up. Yeah. The Pfizer one at least or something like that. And and my son, his birthday just happened. So he's eight years old. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not like out there rushing for it. I'm just to see what's going on, waiting, sure things all good. But I don't know. At the end of the day, like I don't really, it's not a big deal, but. I don't know, man. It's just, there's just a lot of things. I just think there's just a lot of stubborn people out there and everyone has an excuse for everything, whether it's like, well, I'm, uh, you know, <clears throat> I don't want it because of this and this, you know, sometimes some people have like medical reasons. I'm doing my little bunny ears, medical reasons as to why they can't do it and stuff. I guess. I mean, sure. But yeah, I mean, now there's like people out there that are uh, immunocompromised and stuff like that. And okay. Like if you can't take it, you can't take it. Yeah, but but understand. I mean, that's 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 the direction. I mean, if that's you know, if you're upset about, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. And you, you probably won't be able to do a lot of crap. But sorry, yeah. I mean, but most most people are giving you the option. Either you 
take it, have it, or you show proof that you're negative, you know? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's a, I know it's a sensitive topic or, and, and things like that. It's just, I was just kind of curious what you thought about that. I mean, for me, it's like, it is what it is. I mean, I'll tell you this, like, I know, like, classrooms are probably going to be a lot less packed. Yeah. That's fine with me, man. Better my kids to have like one-on-one a time. better opportunity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let them, you know. But then it raises the question, though. I mean, if those kids don't go because of stubborn parents, you know, what are we? What kind of future are we developing there, man? Yeah. You know? Or, like, do the does the child get to choose? Yeah. Choice for the kid. I don't know. It's a like, weird. It's a like weird. Isn't that like? Isn't that a thing? Like when it comes to like, like when like parents are divorced or whatever, like the child at a certain age gets to choose on who they want to stay with. <sighs> to be honest, that's that's an area I'm just not familiar with. I think it's like 16 or something like that. They, um, they can make the choice. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that at all. Like, I mean, I have some idea, but it's like I don't. I don't even know. I don't even want to comment because I, I I don't even know if I'm right <laughs> or wrong, and I don't want to be ignorant about it. I'm ignorant anyways, bro. I'll be go. ignorant for the both of us. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, um, let's let's uh, let's start closing up real quick. For we're gonna talk about the NFL real quick. So you've been watching this game over here. What's going on, man? Is the second almost the halftime, and it's fourteen zero. Chargers. We picked them to win, right? We yeah, Chargers. we picked. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, bro! Don't break it. God damn. Normally, I don't have my chair to recline. There we go. Um. Yeah, we picked LA Chargers to win this game. Damn, dude. So this week, woof, you are six and nine. Is that what I told you? Uh, seven and eight. Oh, that's right. I didn't. I didn't mark. Uh, I'm seven and eight. So if the Chargers pull it off, I'll, I'll break even at five hundred eight and eight. You're seven and eight, and I am ten and five. So if the Chargers win, I'll be 11 and 5. Yeah. Some of those games, though, I was not expecting. So the three games that we split on, I was right on all three. Yeah. Uh, Washington beat Atlanta, just barely. Yeah. Um, Cleveland beat Minnesota. I don't know what you were thinking. I feel like you wanted to go Cleveland. Why did you go Minnesota in that one? I was expecting them to pull it off, honestly. And, they, and you know what? They almost did. They almost did. Like, they almost did. And I, then they didn't. Yeah, they did it. And then I picked uh, uh, Seattle. You picked San Francisco. I told you. Oh, let's talk about that real quick. So... Uh, is yeah, Jimmy okay. G over? I no. think his. I think he's done. Okay, what I don't get. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I was like, "Why?" Is at the the start of the third quarter, the end of the the second half, or start of the second half, they put in Trey Lance. I was like, "Okay, but you guys were up, right?" Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then Trey Lance is just straight shit in the bed from the get go, and I'm like, "Really?" Like throwback in Garoppolo. So I was waiting for them to put back in Garoppolo. Like I caught it on my phone through the NFL app, right? Every now and then I was like, Oh, let me see if Garoppolo's back. Let me check the score. Nope. 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 And I was like, really? Like, you're just going to stick with Lance. Like, what the fuck did I just hear Lance? You know, like, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, so it kind of pissed me off, but you know that Jimmy got hurt though. Oh, did he? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Okay. So well, I could keep him in anyways. <laughs> um so at that point they weren't up. So at that point there was a 7-7 going into halftime and um Jimmy Garoppolo he didn't return he had a calf injury. 
And I don't know if they announced like the full extent of it. Um, but after that uh, third quarter year, right. Um, what do you call it? They put in Trey Lance. Trey Lance did score two touchdowns. He actually performed better than Garoppolo. If you really look at the uh, box score. Um, the only problem is, is, you know, Seattle made the business. Yeah. But yeah, so he's injured. So this is my thing. Once I found out, because I was curious too, I'm like, why, what happened there? And, um, and they, you know, they didn't lose severely. They, they had an opportunity. Uh, so maybe it was more on the defense side of things. Like, why weren't they able to stop Seattle? But um, I don't know if Jimmy, let me see. Actually, you know what? Here, I got the computer in front of me. Let me take a quick peek. I want to see if, um, if they announce. Because my thing is this. If he's injured, because that's the thing about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's injury prone. Oh, yeah. Most and definitely. he's like Ben Roethlisberger. If he's out for NFC. X amount of weeks, not even that. Honestly, I just think in general, I think he is out. Um, but let's see here. Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to play on Sunday versus Cardinals. <laughs> They're still going to lose. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo may not miss any time with calf injury. Also, the Cardinals. Wow. If I was if I was Jimmy, man, I probably would kind of advocate to sit out that game because that game's yeah. going to be a, a that's going to be an ass whooping. And if anything, let the rookie let him go out there because if he and here's the thing, here's the tricky thing. If Shan, if the Niners get Garoppolo to play, they say, no, you're going to, you're good to go. Like you're fine. We're going to start you. I feel like they'll do it on purpose because I don't think they're going to, I don't think he's going to play well against Arizona. And if he doesn't play against well against Arizona, they're just going to say, you know what? You're scratched. Put Trey Lance in. And this is why I would think it'd be more in Jimmy's favor. Cause if, and maybe because if Jimmy like doesn't pass and he has to sit out and Trey Lance in there, he'll probably get tore up. And he won't play well. So they're going to be like, oh, God, we have questions. We have questions. Unless Trey Lance goes in there and just, like, tears it up and wins and beats Arizona. Then it's like, yeah. if that happens, it's like, Jimmy, you're done. Like, sorry, buddy. <whistles> yeah, right, right there's the puerta. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye this bye. game over. Um, and in addition to that, like I said, if, if he was out, like, X amount of weeks, I think the era of Jimmy was done. I mean, it, they, we, already have, we already know by the end of the season he's not going to be there anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, so did, did you see that report on um – was it last year when uh, Brady had stated how he wanted to end his career in San Francisco? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So Brady, like there were reports coming out stating how Brady wanted to finish off the rest of his years in San Francisco with the Niners. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, because he's from Cali. Yeah. So the the front office of San Francisco looked at – Brady's stats compared to Garoppolo's back in 19 and said he was only marginally better than Garoppolo. Wow. So they decided to not pursue Brady and stick it out with Garoppolo. You know, and honestly, I think that was a good call for Brady because I don't think he would have won a Super Bowl with San Francisco. Oh, no. No. San Francisco is not a team built to win a Super Bowl right now, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a Niner fan and you're listening, you're like, what the hell? I'm sorry, dude. Niners are just, they're not good. They'll probably get, they can probably make it to the playoffs. But that's about it. I, I just do not see them as a contender. Maybe next year, get a you know get more on defense. You know, if Trey Lance is your guy and he and he's clutch and he can play elite, then fantastic. I, I just I don't see it. I think that window that they had already kind of passed. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, no. So Washington beat Atlanta. Buffalo destroyed Houston. <laughs> Throw um, a forty burger on them. And yeah, uh, Chicago beat Detroit. Dallas played pretty good, man. I thought Bro. they were at first. I was like, oh my god, but then pulled it out. Yeah, Miami lost to the Colts. That was a trip. Uh, Cleveland beat Minnesota. 
The Giants beat the New York, the Saints in overtime. It, like what happened there? The Jets beat the Titans. Yeah, all New York teams. <clears throat> so those two games were just like what the hell to us? Uh, Kansas City beat Philadelphia. Arizona destroyed the Rams, dude. Destroyed. That was a wake up call for the Rams. Absolutely demolished them. And Arizona just really kind of they're the. I mean. Unless Oakland wins tonight, or Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders, unless they win tonight, they're the only undefeated team. Um, Seattle beat San Francisco. Baltimore beat Denver. Um, So I'm torn on this because I was wondering why we lost, and I was like wondering why nothing was happening. So by halftime, it was 17-7, to not looking good. And then the rest of the game, it ended up being like, I think, 28-7. to And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, why didn't it? And then, sure enough, because I was at work, so I couldn't really keep up to the game. Sure enough, Teddy Bridgewater was injured come halftime. So they threw in Drew Locke again, which I'm telling you, this guy sucks. I text you. I'm like, oh, no, we suck again. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is sucks, dude. I don't even know why they have him as a backup. And um, Hey, you guys had, drafted him. Had Teddy, had Teddy stayed in the game all the way to the end, honestly, we probably still would have lost. But... Um, but uh, I think it would have been a lot closer. So, you know, we, last week we said, you know, I'm going for Denver. I mean, obviously Baltimore would have been the logical pick, but I went with Denver. I wanted to see if they're true to what they are. Like they were, you know, f- uh, either they were fool's gold or real gold. Yeah. They're fool's gold. Because, I mean, again, we were dependent on a quarterback, which it's been the story since Peyton Manning left. Yeah, so, most definitely. And, and you know, for him to be injured, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Green Bay beats Pittsburgh, which was kind of no brainer. I mean, Pittsburgh was on a down. I mean, they're done, dude. Ben Roethlisberger is done. Yeah, needs to go. Uh, and then we finished off with Tampa Bay um, at New England. Brady's first game back. Kind of sucks that Gronkowski was his, he has like broken ribs and he's out. Broken ribs and a punctured lung. Yeah, that would have been great for him to be there, but he's over here probably dying. So we'll see what happens. He wanted to play. Yeah, uh, it was it was kind of an uneventful uneventful game. Um, Tampa barely won that game. Barely. It was raining, so it was pretty interesting. But, uh, dude, yeah, because uh, New England had a chance to win the game. A uh, few seconds left, kick a 55, 54-year goal, and boom, just hit the upright. Barely missed. Barely dude. missed it. And then they would have beat uh, Tampa. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Tom Brady has now the highest passing yards in the NFL. Yep. He surpassed Drew Brees, which was there in attendance because he's the correspondent for uh, the ESPN. Sunday night games. Sunday night games. What did I say? ESPN, That's what I which meant. is what we're watching right now. Um, so it was a cool game. I mean, Zone and Fevel was pretty humble. Uh, a lot of people tried to uh, – the media, the story was to make it about Brady going back to New England and everything that Brady spoke to in the interview and everything. It was just about the team, we, 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 um, which is pretty humble. I mean, I mean, shit, after – 22 23 years in the nfl six seven what championship rings at this point i mean it's all you really can be is humble right like i only got three fingers left bro like <laughs> you know i can't wear them on my toes trying to trying to get them three and then that's it dude yeah. but um but yeah and then right now we have las vegas for at the la chargers and it's 14-0 so i don't know right now unless uh vegas adjusts their plan Looks like the Chargers should should be winning this, but we'll see yeah. how it goes. Still got a whole other half of football going on, but no, it's it's an interesting man. It's it's interesting week, interesting uh, time for football. I don't know. I'm every just, every week is interesting when we pick games. Something different, bro. Like teams, like I said, teams you don't expect to win win. Teams you expect to like give blowout losses don't. It's, I just don't know. 
I really think it has to do with the fans, like I said last time. I really hope, uh, yeah, well, the fans, yeah. I really hope that uh, Dallas keeps it up, man. They're playing really good football. Bro, like, and I am. I would love to see them in the in the. I am loving our defense. I'm loving Trayvon Diggs, man. Like I've, I've already been like looking, like telling my wife, like, hey, like I need this jersey. <laughs> like <laughs> he, he's the next one for sure. Um, our rookie Micah Parsons has been killing it. Like, man, like our offense has just been driving, man. It's it, it's fun to see. Like we got yeah. multiple threats on offense and. I'm excited, man. Like, I'm not worried about any other team in the NFC East um, because they're still trying to get their shit together. But, dude, like, it, I feel, I feel like Dak is playing like he was in 2016. Oh, okay. Like he he was just hungry and young and humble and like nothing could touch him, you know. And I'm excited to see you know where the team goes. I think I think they're playing at this. This is like, I know it's like no pun intended, but I think they're playing like this is this is their year. Yeah, is they if they can stay healthy all the way through, like this is it, man. Like this is their moment um, to really play through because they're only you know Arizona, Rams, Tampa, Green Bay. I think those are the teams to beat. I don't know what their schedule is. I don't know if they got any like you know, uh, defining games coming up. Let me see, see if there's any any big big games, team schedules. Uh, where is Dallas? Right there. Let's take a quick peek. They, they just threw a stat on the TV. It said... Oh, they did God. a touchdown? Wow, that's a touchdown. Well, that's that. Don't matter now. But it was, uh, it said Las Vegas was 2-0, when trailing fourteen nothing going into the half, while the rest of the NFL was two and thirty seven. Well, now uh, it's twenty one to it's zero. About to be twenty one to zero. <laughs> so that that absolutely means nothing. Nothing. Now. All right, so let's see here. You guys, week one played against the Bucks, which was the test, and that was a close game. That, uh, that, that, we, that was. I think if it wasn't week one jitters and we weren't, you know, Dak wasn't kind of trying to play it a little safe because everyone was worried, right? Yeah. As soon as he got hit, you were like, oh, shit, like, how's your ankle? And it was fine. Yeah. It, and it was a close game. Yeah, that was a good uh, game. Week two, you guys beat, barely beat the Chargers, which now we're kind of giving some, they're slapping some respect on them, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're getting put some, some respect uh, on their name. Like, the Chargers are, are decent, man. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're playing pretty good. You guys destroyed Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, you guys uh, conveniently beat the Panthers. So of those four games, I would say two of them were real threats. And even though Carolina is undefeated, I don't know. I still don't trust them, so don't believe in them. Yeah. Um, so of the of those four games, Tampa and Chargers, you guys are one and one. I will say, mm-hmm. even though you guys are three and one. Um, next week, you guys play the Giants. I don't know. I mean, shit. They just beat the damn uh, Saints. Saints, but the Saints weren't really that good to begin with. Anyways, they're kind of hit or miss. So honestly, I feel like you guys should win that game. I I would have not put so much. Like I would say, the you guys week six, you guys play Patriots. I was gonna say, yeah, it's gonna be easy win. But after watching last night, I'll give Patriots a little bit of respect. Their defense held it down. So oh yeah, definitely. We'll see how that goes. That's gonna be a good test. Uh, bye week, you guys play the Vikings. Um, eh. Eh, we'll see. Uh, yo, what you can play my Broncos? 
Yeah, we play the okay. NFC North and the if, NFC if East. If Teddy's still out, West. if Teddy's still out, you should win that easy. Um, and <laughs> that sucks to say. Atlanta, <laughs> I think you guys will beat Atlanta, no problem. Kansas City, that's going to be it right there. That's yeah. week 11, 11 21. That's going to that's that's a good test. Uh, Raiders, we'll see what's going on with the Raiders because all their games have been too damn close and they're getting blown out right now. So then you guys play the Saints, eh? Fo- Washington football team, eh? Giants, eh? Washington football team, eh? Uh, week 17, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. So all in all, basically what I'm getting at is that at worst case scenario, one, two. You guys should only lose like three games, maybe four games this season. That's where I'm getting at. <laughs> On paper, at least, ideally. Uh, what? There's 17 weeks this this time, right? Yeah, yeah. Minus seven. minus a game, so we have 16 total games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys should. Pro- I, I, honestly, I could see you guys finishing 13 and three. That would be dope. Because I would say you, know, you lost tremendous. to Tampa. The only other loss I can see is the Chiefs and the Cardinals. I, I'd say more of the, the Cardinals. I, I think we'll we'll put up our own against the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs are kind of, I don't know. Anyways, I mean, the Chargers beat the Chiefs, and we beat the Chargers. So by default, we beat the Chiefs. <laughs> so if your girl kissed this dude, does that mean you kissed that dude? <laughs> So by default, by default, you made out with the dude. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> hey, man, that's your logic. Oh, my God. All right, man. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to be wrapping it up. That was uh, this week, week four of NFL. I'll have week five picks um, by Friday, maybe Saturday. So you guys can check those out next week. I'll put the final tally uh Probably tonight or tomorrow, um, but it looks like either Nate's going to be eight and eight or seven and nine, and I'll finish either twelve and five or ten and six. So either way, I had a good week. Um, this game is about to go into halftime, and it's twenty-one, or it is halftime, and it's twenty-one to zero. Zero. That sounded weird. Zero. Zero. It's like Power Rangers. Wow. Uh, the Chargers leading it, so that's putting a smile on my face because we both picked Chargers. And it, uh, I love it anytime uh, Oakland loses or Las Vegas loses. Other than that, I'll also uh, we'll talk about the new Bond movie um, when it comes out. I'll give you guys my review. Three hours of fun, um, and yeah, tons of fun, tons of fun. And then uh, you're going to be available this weekend, so maybe we can do something. We'll see. I'm absolutely not available this weekend. How dare you just assume my gender? Yeah, I did assume my gender. I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> okay. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next week. Ta-ta.